This is Macro Horizons Morning Musings. I'm Ian Lingen, here to bring you our thoughts from the trading desk for Monday, July 6th. Welcome to BMO COVID-19 Insights. Visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19 for more up-to-the-minute insights. The views expressed here are those of the participants and not those of BMO Capital Markets, its affiliates, or subsidiaries. All the factors are in place to have a relatively uninspired start to the week. First, a fresh round of COVID-19 cases, which has extended the period of dated economic data for at least another month, if not another quarter. Second, monetary policy officials have offered an amazing amount of accommodation alongside assurances that more will come in the event it's needed. Third, surprisingly strong jobs data and the subsequent performance of the equity market contrasts with the broader perception that the U.S. economy remains in the throes of a pandemic. Fourth, energy prices edging higher while still down roughly 35% year-to-date and offering little evidence of preparing for a breakout. Fifth, an increasingly bearish technical profile in U.S. rates that lacks the needed conviction to materially challenge the prevailing range that has plagued the Treasury market since late March. Sixth, the realities of the calendar primarily serve as a reminder of how the pause in the global economy has disrupted labor market norms and expectations, effectively extending the staycation. This is not an environment in which one is likely to have an especially strong conviction on the direction of rates, unless, of course, sideways counts. Suffice it to say, this week's supply should provide upward pressure on longer-dated yields in a classic accommodation for the 29 billion tens and 19 billion thirties, enough to extend the steepening momentum already established but insufficient to mount any material challenge to the range extremes. For a breakout to occur, investors would need evidence that a paradigm shift in macro expectations is warranted, and with the exception of an unanticipated and dramatic improvement in the path of the pandemic, this is unlikely to be on the table for the time being. Tenure yields at 70 basis points this morning as supply looms reinforces the decidedly range-bound theme. This doesn't imply that the upcoming trading session will be entirely void of new information. In fact, this morning's ISM non-manufacturing release holds a potential to further refine investors' understanding of the state of the service sector as the second quarter came to a close, even if the report is unlikely to reprice the market. Typically, the timing of the release in the wake of NFP would lessen the market impact and tradability. While the employment subcomponent is far less relevant than if the report had preceded the PLS data, given the fallout on the service sector from the pandemic lockdowns, the anticipated improvement to 50 in June from 45.4 in May could serve to establish the tone early, although we're skeptical that we'll see a dramatic move. The persistent bid for domestic equities appears well in place, with futures pointing toward a carry-through of the post-NFP bid. We're certainly sympathetic to the collective reluctance to press stocks higher on Thursday afternoon given the long weekend's headline risk. The question now becomes whether the post-payrolls buying is simply picked up, as the overnight price action implies, 
or if there's a new headwind for risk assets lurking as the week gets underway. All else being equal, we'd point to the COVID-19 stats as the most obvious touchstone for those eager to be bearish equities as an important technical gap is filled. In the cash S&P 500, the gap is 3165 to 3190. That said, the willingness of investors to ignore the escalation of case counts and the implications from the pace of the reopenings remains impressive, if not somewhat perplexing. Those anticipating another significant downturn in stocks once a greater understanding of the true impact from the first wave of the pandemic was revealed have surely been disappointed by the resilience of the domestic indices. This is by no means to suggest that a correction is impossible at this stage. However, in light of the ability of the S&P 500 to stay above 3,100 in the face of the quickly accelerating case count in several new U.S. hotspots, Florida, Arizona, Texas, and California, we find it challenging to aggressively attempt to fade the outperformance of risk assets, at least for the time being. And with that, this is Ian Lingen signing off. Be safe, tune in, and stop out. Thanks for listening to Macro Horizons. Please visit us at bmocm.com backslash macrohorizons. We'd love to hear what you thought of today's episode. So please email me directly with any feedback at ian.lingen at bmo.com. Thanks for listening. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. For more insights, visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19. This podcast has been prepared with the assistance of employees of Bank of Montreal, BMO Nesbitt Burns, Inc., and BMO Capital Markets Corporation. Together, BMO. Notwithstanding the foregoing, this podcast should not be construed as an offer or the solicitation of an offer to sell or to buy or subscribe for any particular product or services, including, without limitation, any commodities, securities, or other financial instruments. We are not soliciting any specific action based on this podcast. It is for the general information of our clients. It does not constitute a recommendation or a suggestion that any investment or strategy referenced herein may be suitable for you. It does not take into account the particular investment objectives, financial conditions, or needs of individual clients. Nothing in this podcast constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a representation that any investment or strategy is suitable or appropriate to your unique circumstances or otherwise constitutes an opinion or a recommendation to you. BMO is not providing advice regarding the value or advisability of trading in commodity interests, including futures contracts and commodity options or any other activity, which would cause BMO or any of its affiliates to be considered a commodity trading advisor under the U.S. Commodity Exchange Act. BMO is not undertaking to act as a swap advisor to you or in your best interests, and you, to the extent applicable, will rely solely on advice from your qualified independent representative in making hedging or trading decisions. This podcast is not to be relied upon in substitution for the exercise of independent judgment. You should conduct your own independent analysis of the matters referred to herein, together with your qualified independent representative, if applicable. BMO assumes no responsibility for verification of the information in this podcast. No representation or warranty is made as to the accuracy or completeness of such information, and BMO accepts no liability whatsoever for any loss arising from any use of or reliance on this podcast. BMO assumes no obligation to correct or update this podcast. This podcast does not contain all information that may be required to evaluate any transaction or matter, and information may be available to BMO and or its affiliates that is not reflected herein. BMO and its affiliates may have positions, long or short, and affect transactions or make markets, insecurities mentioned herein, or provide advice or loans to, or participate in the underwriting or restructuring of the obligations of, issuers and companies mentioned herein. Moreover, BMO's trading desks may have acted on the basis of the information in this podcast. For full legal disclosure, please visit bmocm.com legal. 
To access our full disclosures for equity research reports, please visit researchglobal0.bmocapitalmarkets.com slash public dash disclosure slash.